Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Pretending with Dice. Uh, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, we are an actual play, tabletop role-playing game podcast. Over the run of the show, we're going to be making our way through various different RPG systems, playing a short storyline or one shot in each before switching to another game. For our first storyline, which we're titling The Children of Erevale, starting this episode, we'll be playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Uh, I'm joined for this story arc by my good friends Mark, Eden and Jason, uh, who you'll all get to meet as we get into the game. Uh, expect us to be a little light on some of the game rules for the sake of moving the story along and to fit the podcast format. Uh, we also homebrew and house rule a couple of things, uh, which will be explained as we encounter them during play. Uh, there is a little bit of bad language used, so consider this your warning about that. Uh, also, a short way into this episode, there is a small time jump, as we had a slight error in our recording, which uh, wasn't noticed until after the fact. Not much is missed, however, uh, except the discovery of a body and the first round of a combat encounter, all of which will become clear as we go, hopefully. This is the only time that such an error occurs, uh, so please bear with us during this early teething stage. We promise that it isn't repeated. Full disclosure, this is a remastered version of this episode, which was re-uploaded about 18 months after the original release. Along with this new intro, uh, certain audio anomalies in the original upload have been fixed, uh, a couple of music cues have been added here and there, and the explanation about the audio glitch has been moved to this intro rather than cutting into the original gameplay. Hopefully all of these changes will make the whole thing kind of flow a little bit better and make it a more immersive and enjoyable experience for all of you. So, uh, we sincerely hope that you enjoy this episode and all of those that follow it. Hopefully you'll come along with us for this journey. Uh, it really does promise to be something very special. Uh, without further ado then, uh, let's jump into our very first episode. Once again, welcome to Pretending with Dice. So yeah, hey guys, thanks for um, thanks for joining me. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Why don't you each introduce yourselves and the character that you're going to be playing? Shall I start on this end or are we starting on the other end? I've opened my mouth now, so I better just get going. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you've, you've leapt right in there. Yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, my name's Eden. Actual name is Eden. I suppose that might sound a bit Dungeons and Dragons like to some people listening to this. I am Eden. Um, I'm here to save your village. Take oh. me to your women. I'm also known as Prance, a wizard. I am a sage and a scribe. I am a member of the Circle of the Arcane Harmony. And yes, we will see how things go from there. So Awesome. Uh, my name's Jason. I am playing uh, the role of Enede Strife, who is a high elf. Um, and he's quite old, so he's seen some shit. <laughs> So, yeah, nice. it's fair enough. He's <laughs> Nam flashbacks. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm Mark, and I'm playing the role of Bork Manta. I'm a 43 year old, three foot one halfling. Any girls out there? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. Um, I'm content, content with my stature. Uh, I live a private. I, I, I'm telling you now. I, I live a private life after. Uh, my wife left me for selling the, the last family goat to feed my addiction 
called Bovril. Um, <laughs> and I spend my Can't days get of practicing my longsword techniques <clears throat> and throwing up gang signs. That sounds like you. Is that today. kind of some kind of smutty innuendo? Absolutely. You can't see me, but I'm throwing up. You, gang you signs are throwing people. throwing up some metal. In the whitest there. way. Yeah. Hey, my skin is soft, not white. Soft. <laughs> Did you write that onto yes. your features and traits? Yeah. Soft Amazing. Okay, so I figured the way we'll start this off, I'll give you guys a little bit of background about the world we're in, um, and then we will we will launch into it. Um, you guys are traveling through the land of Valana, um, small-ish kingdom, several hundred miles along, and uh, a little bit higher, you know, a little bit more than that, sort of tall. Um, most of you have lived here all your lives, I, you know, you, you're a little bit older, um, NOV, so you may have traveled a little bit more, but you're a very secretive individual. Um, roughly 60 years before the, um, the events that we're going to be playing through, um, the, the country was torn apart by an event known as the Demon War, where, um, led by a very powerful archdemon, a, a cult split the nation and uh, many lives were lost, and it was only put to an end when a very powerful group of adventurers whose identities have remained a secret over the years uh, managed to trap the demon um, in an undisclosed location and his reign of terror was brought to an end. It's been a relatively peaceful sort of 60 years since then. Um, many people don't really remember the, the war because they're you know a little bit younger. Um, and uh, yeah, most people have really only heard of it through sort of tales from their parents and then grandparents and stuff. Um, but, you know, secrets and mysteries still abound. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're a little bit older, anyway, aren't you? I am. So you might have first-hand experience of this war, but um, we may get to that. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so the three of you are travelling south um, along the trade road from the town of Wild River towards the small village of Erevale. It's, uh, well, it's, not, it's not tiny, there's a couple of hundred people live there. Um, but it's been a sort of it's been a three or four day journey. Along the way, you met a dwarf with a cart by the name of Titus Goldenbrew. And he agreed to pay you each 15 gold to help escort his cart back to Aerovale. As you were going that way anyway, you sort of figured, yeah, why not? Gold's gold. Um, so you, you've been traveling with him for about the last day and a half. Um, he's a little bit elderly for a dwarf. You know, 150, 200, um, bit of grey in his hair and beard and that. And he's introduced himself as the owner and operator of the local tavern in Erevale, the Duchess. So, as we jump into it, how do you guys know each other? Well, I was doing some prestidigitation. I believe I just pronounced that correctly. Not quite, Maybe. but close. <laughs> Presti- how do I pronounce that? Say it again. Prestidigitation. Digitation. There's a lot of prestidigitation. There's a lot of T's in there. Yeah. I think I got the word out. Just about right. You're doing some magic. I was doing some parlor tricks, and yeah, I was amusing people in the town square, and then these guys kind of wandered over and got caught up in it, and then Dwarf Boy wandered up and said, "Does anybody want to help?" And I think it's probably about as simple as that. That's a nice 
Nice way for us to have all... We're all headed in the same direction. Yeah, so. you're all hanging out. So this was in just in the previous town in Wild River. Yeah. Yeah. I was busy, like, making purple rain come out of the sky <laughs> and sparks and splashy effects and stuff to amaze the local children. It's kind of your party piece. Yeah, to try and spread the word, the good word of prance. And, <laughs> like, my, my unnamed deity, like, that, that's one of the things I just want to mention is my guy's got, like, a symbol that he, he holds on his chest. A mysterious it, symbol. Yes, and it, it doesn't mean much to anybody, but it's that represents who I worship. Fair enough. Fair and yes, enough. yes, I met these guys doing tricks. That's I cool. was turning tricks. <laughs> turning tricks in the wild river, uh, down by the docks. <laughs> and, and we met each other because uh, when I alluded to someone, uh, I sold my goat for Bovril, this is the dude I sold my goat to, so... That, that's MLA, you sold you sold him your goat. Yeah. Nice. What became of that goat? Uh, I let it free. I don't believe in eating animals. It's not okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we all won. We all won. Everyone came out of that happy, you know. Except for me. <laughs> hey, you got rid of your goat, you got your bovril. Oh, yeah, but I lost my wife. It's not really bovril. <laughs> and now we're all gonna get fifteen gold apiece. <laughs> That'll buy you a lot of bovril. Might <laughs> be bovril for life. Okay. So as I say, you've been on the road with uh, Titus Golden Brew for a couple of days now. Um, coming towards the end of your journey into Aerovale, um, you, you found him quite pleasant company, really. He's sort of, he likes to tell stories of his family and that, and um, he's um, halfway through one of these anecdotes when you round the corner of the road and you're treated to a very nice view of the town of Aerovale down in the valley. It's a nice day, the sun's out, birds are tweeting in the trees, um, some of them are retweeting. Um, <laughs> See? <laughs> Um, it's yeah, it's a nice sunny day. You can see the, uh, the there's a lot across the fields. Golden corn is being grown and everything. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's it's generally it's it's a nice it's, it's a nice, nice looking day. town. Um, you can see the river has sort of curled its way back around. It's just past the town. You can see if we're looking at this map. I will put these maps. If I'm referring to maps, listeners, you can check them out on our Twitter or Facebook page. I will have put them up at some point. Um, so you guys are heading down. Heading down the road, you get a nice view of the town ahead of you. Um, you'd, you'd guess a couple hundred people live here. It's not huge. It's a sort of smallish village, really. The one feature that sticks out to you is um, an older-looking building from where, well, from where you are at the moment. There's an older-looking building in the centre of town. Um, got a sort of temple-y look about it, but the rest of the building seem to be, you know, just sort of wood construction and everything, and uh, look a little bit newer. Possibly a holdover from the Demon War. Um, but you don't know that, <laughs> or do you? <laughs> Edit points <laughs> abound. <laughs> um, so, as I say, you're, you're heading down the road. You you, you um, turn in the corner. Titus is in the middle of a story. He says, uh, "So there I was, right down in the down, down in the cellar, and I, I turn around and I bang my head, and what do you know? My wife's left me." <laughs> it's this kind of like odd turn in the story that you've come to realise is his way of kind of burying the lead in, in his anecdotes a little bit. Okay. Um, this is this is the tail end of a story where he'd, he's been telling for some time, um, which really, you thought it was going in a completely different direction. So yeah, up and left me. Took, <laughs> took half my savings. Now I've run the inn with my daughter. Uh, she's lovely. Not my other daughter though. She ran away to be an actress or some shit. I, I can't help but feel that maybe she didn't leave you because you hit your head. What actually happened? Well, 
you know, she always preferred me brother. <laughs> <laughs> that seems more likely. Well, I try not to think about it. <laughs> me and him get on fine, though. <laughs> we'll so love, it. As so long lovely, as you're happy. Lovely chap. <laughs> um, at this point, up ahead, around the bend in the road, you hear... Actually, let's find out if you hear. Can, if one of you uh, can give me a perception check, please. So, rolling a d20, adding your perception. I've got plus four perception. I, I'm, I'm fairly perceptive, I would see. You go for it. Yeah, go for it. 17. Ooh, is that on the dice, or is it... That's on the dice. On the dice, so add the number on your sheet. So, 17 plus... Plus four, so 21. Four. 21. 21. Okay, so you're, you're not really listening particularly um, well to Titus's story. You're kind of paying a little bit more attention. Now, up ahead around the bend of the road, you hear what sounds to be a scream. That's Prons's reaction. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the best noise. It's the best noise. <laughs> yeah, well, I was clearly lost in thought, just sitting there listening to the sounds of the nature. Because it's fun. It's, it's a beautiful vista. I don't want to say that Prons doesn't like people necessarily, but drone, droning on dwarf, he's, he, he's more interested yeah. in the sounds of the birds and the bees. He's had his fill of, exactly. the, of the anecdote. Yeah. And yes, a scream like that is definitely going to ev- evoke a... <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose Pruns turns around and lets everybody know, like, I don't know if you heard that, but there was a, an enormous scream, sounded like a lady down the road. We should definitely go and do We should something. definitely, yeah, because this Titus dude is pissing me off. <laughs> If you say so, guys. <laughs> Titus, like, he gets a little look in his eye like he's definitely heard you say that. But, like, <laughs> he just sort of lets it slide. He goes, oh, I, can get, I can get back to town by myself. You, you lads, go check that out. Hang on, hang on, before you go anywhere, like, 15 gold, thank you very much, each. Yes? Hmm? Hmm? Come see me at the pub. I haven't got anything on me at the moment. Classic. You heard me, guys, right? We're definitely going to track him down after this, right? I'm up for going to the pub. I'm not getting stinged. Make it 15 and a free drink, maybe. Yeah. Ah, you're on. Um, so he's going to pull out. He's going to drop his bow and he's going to pull out the sword on his his um, from from his belt. It's quite a sort of ramshackle kind of hacked together. It's kind of just a sort of pointy piece of scrap metal that he's. <laughs> attached a hand or two really it's not the the highest of craftsmanship going on in here but he pulls it out anyway it does look sharp and moves towards you um, he perfect he makes it up to you <coughs> and it's just another door right he, no he can swing at you okay yeah swinging distance he's, he's within attack distance of you and he takes it he takes a swing at you okay i'm praying for you Bob. thank you i'm indifferent your armor class is 18 right 19. 19. 19. Okay, he misses. <laughs> yes. So you're like that. He obviously he was too confident walking up to you. He was like, ah, I can get this guy. Walks up, swings it at you, misjudges that you're only three foot one. It happens. It goes right over your head. And, A lot uh, of things do. And he's, he's sort of. <laughs> <laughs> he feels that like he's, he's screwed up here and he's kind of caught off balance a little bit. Okay. So that's him. The, the other goblin, who is now behind a flaming, <coughs> wind, flaming window, um, He's actually a little bit scared by the sudden appearance of fire just right in his face. It didn't, it didn't get burnt from it or anything, but, you know, if suddenly the window in front of you caught fire, you'd be a little bit surprised. 
Um, and he actually just scutters backwards a little bit and sort of hides next to his boss. <coughs> okay, so that's them. Anyway, what would you like to do? I am going to attempt to shoot the goblin that's attacking Bork because despite the fact that you've got a good shot, idiot, yeah. <laughs> I may as well take the opportunity while it's there. Go for it. Okay, so I was hoping you would. <laughs> he just stepped out the door. He hasn't looked to his right. I roll a 19 and I have five attack bonus. So, so yeah, that, that's definitely hit. Um, okay, so so now roll damage. Roll damage. Um, so on the sheet next to the attack bonus, it should tell you which type of dice to use. 1d6 plus 3. Okay. So rolling d6. I roll a 5, so it's 8 damage. Okay, so your arrow yep. takes him in the side of the head, comes out the other side, and Bork, you are showered in like thick black goblin blood as this guy kind of topples forward next to you just like blood spraying out the side of his head sweet he's dead black blood looks like bob as as my (laughs) (laughs) you've saved him (laughs) you promised him bob and uh, i'm just gonna like that okay so that's your attack you can also move into a bonus action so i can dash disengage or hide um so am I now unhidden because I'm taking an action? Um, or am I still hidden because the guy just straight up died? I think you're still kind of hidden. Nobody saw you no do it. Uh, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna straight like put put another arrow to the front of my bow and ready. Game ready. So no, you, not not you, another <laughs> arrow just in case. But you're kind of holding your position, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's a pretty good turn. Uh, we did the what would you like Prompts. to do? Hmm. All right. I I would like to. Um, could I climb through the window? The one you're right <laughs> the next one to? That I'm stood next to, yeah. Sure, yeah, it's you find it's it's kind of unlatched. It's not you don't need to kind of force your way in really, it's just okay, kind of open. Okay. So that's no problem. So now I'm in the kiddie's bedroom. Yeah, you find yourself in a child's bedroom. Um let's see. What <laughs> can I do here? Um, <laughs> that just sunk in. I would like to can I have a quick look around, do an investigation check in the room, see if there's anything useful? Like, sure, yeah. Is, is there, ideally, what I would really like is something that I could probably set on fire and then throw at them. <laughs> Why did I know that was coming? <laughs> For sure, yeah, you can look around. Should have shot prompts. Make, <laughs> make an investigation check. Okay, so I've got investigation of 5 plus 15. So That's I'm, a 20. I'm, okay, so yeah, you, you immediately size up everything in the room. There's a few flammable things in here. There's a nice sort of rug made out of furs on the ground. There's, you know, some what looks to be freshly cleaned linens on the bed. Uh, and there's a very cute toy of an owlbear, which looks to be, like, made of furs and stuffed. Well, I'm getting that toy then. I'd like to pocket that Okay. right now. Um, <laughs> really getting involved in the combat here. <laughs> this is preparation. I mean, Prance has got plans. I've got ideas. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... So you take your turn to loot a child's bedroom of soft toys. <laughs> cool. We've all been there. Yeah, that is cool. Okay. So um, I've got my my toy, and I would like to. Um, You've got a little bit of movement left as well. You've really only just kind of jumped into the room. I'd like to open the door. Well, that said, actually, let's just say, take five feet to get in, but another five, ten to get to the toy. Okay. So, so you've got, got another fifteen. You've got half of your feet to get to. That'll get me next to the door. Can I go next to the door and open it? Yeah, sure. We'll say, uh, yeah, we'll say you use your 
action to loot the toy and your bonus action to open the door. So now I'm stood at the door of the child's room with a stuffed toy in hand, mm-hmm. looking at the goblin boss and his scared lackey. Yes. Cool. And that's, my turn that's is where over. your turn is over. <laughs> oh, and I've got a fiery window to my left right now. Yeah, as well. yeah. It doesn't seem to be spreading that fast just okay. yet. Okay. But it's still burning. So it's, it's a pressing matter, but we don't have to worry about like everybody burning I mean, to death in the next two turns. Probably not in the next two, no. Cool. <laughs> Bork, what would you like to do? Uh, can I pull the spear out of my body first? Sure. It really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no longer in you. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for broke. Uh, from, from my vantage point, I can see... Yeah, you can see both of them. The, the goblins, sorry. Um, yeah. Check your movement, just... man. Check your movement. What's wrong with my movement? You can't get to them. Yeah, you can't get to them from where you are. I'm Not like... even if I launch that spear. Oh, yeah, I mean, you can chuck it back, but like then you'd just be stood in the open. Um... <laughs> with my hand axe? Yeah, oh, with your axe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on. It's fine. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm doing that. You're just going gonna to stand your ground and throw the javelin back? <laughs> That's yeah. great. I love it. Okay, make, um... Yeah, again, use the same bonuses for your hand axe. Who, which one are you throwing at? The guy who threw it at you or his scared lackey? Um, well, they're in line with each other, so I'll go for the closest one. Okay, so the boss. Yep. Roll. Yeah, roll, and make an attack roll, add the bonus for your hand axe, because it's kind of your ranged. Shit. I got a four. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to hit, I'll tell you now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, you know? Uh, yeah, and that's all we can ask of you. At this point, yeah. Would you like? Would you like to move as well? Yeah, uh, I'm going to move to a. Yeah, I'm going to move next to my supposed buddy. Uh, Which one? In the, yeah, good question. You um, mean I definitely killed the guy? Sword, you, well, you killed the your guy. Your sword is me. still there. Prompts at the moment is looting children's bedrooms and setting the house on fire. So maybe I should have a word with him, huh? <laughs> I think it wouldn't be unwise to grab him and pull him yeah. away from the door. I'll, I'll go towards that dude and yeah, try to, and grab towards my sword then. Okay, yeah. Uh, you might not even make it to your sword, to be honest. Uh, but we can, we can try. We can try it. I'm short, so I'll go past the windows. One, two. Three, is he below window height? Uh, no, no, your head is conveniently framed as oh. the only bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here's here's the thing. You, you waves where you run out of room. Whatever way you slice it, you're in front of a window. Um, unless you decide to not go that far. Um, you, you could kind of get into okay, yeah. next to a window if you like. Suddenly a, sh- a slight sense of... Like, you're like, maybe... Yeah. yeah. Self-preservation kicks in, so I take one step to the left of the right. window for now. Right. They still know you're there. They could like try and shoot at you, but you would get cover bonus from that. Cool. So that would make it... Um, they get disadvantaged to any attacks on you. Yeah. Wait, I'll chill right? for it now. It might be... No. You get a plus two to your... Um, AC if they try and shoot at you from there. I got shield plus two AC. I've already that's already been um I've already <clears throat> accounted for that in your, in your current one. Cool. Um, but you get another two on top of that if they're trying to shoot you while you're in cover. Right on. Twenty one armor. Yeah, so you're you're pretty well armored, hiding behind a door, hiding behind a window. I'd hope I would be, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> okay, the goblin boss. Um sort of loses track of you a little bit but like he sort of knows vaguely where you are but you however have just kicked open a door <laughs> and are standing there menacingly holding a soft toy um <laughs> now ready or never. for what comes next ready for what comes now next. or never <laughs> he having 
Uh, well, you didn't do very well at throwing scimitar back at him, so it didn't make it all the way. So he's going to pull out... No, not scimitar. The javelin. Javelin, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself in my brain. He pulls out the scimitar from <laughs> his belt. There we go. See? He pulls the scimitar from his belt and starts heading towards you. Okay. Um, he can't quite make it to you, though. Sweet. And he's stood in, in front of my fiery window. He is stood in front of your fiery window. It's getting warm. <laughs> but um, that's his movement. He hasn't got anything to throw at you at the moment. He doesn't seem to be wanting to throw his scimitar. Is grease hey. flammable? I didn't use the grease in the I end. know, but is it flammable? That's a good question. I, I mean, technically, yeah. I would have thought so. Okay. In my, uh, just a... I mean, no, no the, the, the item... Like grease is, but I'm not sure. If well, that, if it makes a grease area, I it think logically be. Yeah, but I don't know. If that's just the name of the spell, okay. mm, or it, it could just be like here's the slippery field, or because you're, whether you're actually conjuring grease. I'm gonna look that up because I feel like that might that come into. That is important to know. That's an important distinction, well, up, which I know for a fact will probably come in handy <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of your current actions are anything to go it by. Might be relevant. <laughs> it might be relevant. Okay. What can I say? Prance has got a little bit of a pyro streak about it. I hadn't noticed, really. <laughs> <laughs> has that fire begun to build? Uh, not yet. I mean, every round of combat is worth six seconds. So okay. it's kind of, it's it's on fire, the windowsill, but it's not quite, it's not like spreading into the house. Give anything. me time. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Grease. Um, it hasn't got that roofing. <laughs> you know what? The spell as written just says slick grease covers the ground. Uh, it doesn't say anything like that, so I'm just, you're just conjuring grease, and it is a conjuration type spell. It's not like is that what uh, they call it these days. Yeah, well, there's grease. different there's different spell types. There's like illusion, conjuration, abjuration, transmutation, and such. This is a conjuration type spell, so I'm gonna say that yeah, the grease would be flammable. Sweet. In it, it's the word. <laughs> it's probably not the answer I should have given you, <laughs> but that's that's the well, way we'll we go. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's the end of the combat order. Um, so we're back up to the other goblin. He is going to, I think, he's, he's kind of, a, he was carrying behind his boss and his boss has sort of struck off towards um, Prance. He's going to see what his boss is doing and try and back up his boss. He get the feeling from what you've seen him do that he's a little bit of a, a, bit of a toady, if only from the hiding behind him and then watching his boss. So he actually is going to, he's still holding his short bow from when he was behind the window. He's going to take a shot at you, Prance. Okay. Probably, probably not hit. Um, what's what's your armor class? My armor class is ten. Ten. So yeah, he only I only got an eight. So you're good to go. He misses. He's still a little, a little bit scared by the fire. You caught him by off. I like get like a little sidestep or something. Like sure, that. and it embeds itself in the door frame next to you, and you're nice. just like, ha. That is also flammable. Yeah. <laughs> you're, um, you're only giving me more fuel. <laughs> Prons being the stylish man that he is, he does a little spin to get out of the way, and then points directly at the goblin that fired at him. <laughs> As if to say, like, I saw that bitch. I'm, I'm coming for you next. Can you make an intimidation check for me? Because that's, <laughs> that's quite intimidating. You shoot at someone and they just stand there uh, and I point at you. I like, got oh, no. zero, so I, I rolled a six. I mean, he's not really that intimidated by you. you you're, you're, the goblin would it, be, would it be accurate to say that Pront is a very slight man? He is, and it might have been ever so slightly effeminate the way that I pointed him. <laughs> also, you're holding a soft toy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm unfazed by that. I, yeah. I, 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 in my head, that was, it was intimidating. Yeah. Like, whatever. That's fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Uh, MFA, it's your go. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to move up to the door. Okay. 
Can I shoot from the side of the door? Yeah, we're just that's kind of what we were saying with Paul. Like you're kind of next to the door in cover, basically, so you can sort of stay where you are and shoot, okay. shoot around the frame. Give it the lean around. Uh, can I target both goblins from here, or just um, just the one that's firing? I'd say you'd find it with the angle you're at a little bit tricky to hit the boss. Okay. Um. So yeah, just uh, just the one. Firing. I'm gonna wonder what Prance is doing anyway because so far all he's done is set fire to a window and then as you've seen a child's yeah. hat well child you don't even know that you just no, see him set fire to a window and then burst in and then jump in through another window uh, I'm going to assume that the boss boss goblin's gone near him because that's why he wandered off uh, I'm going to take a shot at the the, the scaredy goblin okay um, you've got a short bow is that right yes Yes. so Let's see if I can get anywhere near it. See, let's see where this goes. Uh, I, I rolled a six, so uh, 11 in total. 11 in total uh, for the regular goblin. I'm afraid that does miss. I tot at my bow and uh, go back into hiding. Okay. Uh, so make a stealth check for me. 12 plus... So 17 I got. 17, okay. I'll keep Just keep that number in mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Prons, what would you like to do? Um, you have the boss goblin about 10 feet away from you. Right, um, well, we've discussed it enough. I think it's time for the grease. Oh, God. So, um, my, my grease will cover, what was it, 20 feet? Uh, it's a 10-foot square, so 10 you could square. basically do four blocks at once. Okay, so I want to cover... Then I kept making sure that I catch the fiery window yeah. so that this just really <laughs> goes off straight away. Um, I want to make sure that I catch the window and the goblin boss. And um, you can easily do that. So... What's going to happen here? Is the goblin boss going to trip up, or am I setting him on fire with this initial well, blast? Both. Does the fire spread? Or I'm going to have to roll a couple of checks here. Okay. So um, the way I'm going to do it mechanically, I don't think with the grease spell you just do it. You don't have to roll anything, mm-hmm. but uh, mark down that you've used it from your spell slots. Um, okay, so I'm going to do this in a very specific order. Uh, as the spells cast, the grease, I'm going to say takes a second to catch. So the first effect is he's going to try not to fall over. Um, I believe it's a deck saving throw. Um, so I'm going to say that that's your spell. I've got to beat your spell save DC, which is 13. So I have to, this is to fall over. Okay. And then I'm going to, dependent on that, to be able to see if he can jump out of the way before catching fire. Okay. So. Uh, oh no, he falls over. Yes! Okay. A couple of seconds, like a, a beat passes as he, he kind of falls. Lands on his back. Um, the grease is enveloped a square, including the flaming window, and just suddenly, the whole thing is ablaze. Franz oh, is smiling big yeah. time at this. It's like, right, I mean, it's right in front of you. That. That, that's like basically of like where you're sat from me now. If like I suddenly caught on fire, that's how close you are. Um, <laughs> just smiling, close the door. Deep, I'm, deep half of that, like. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Um, I'm gonna roll fire damage for this because I don't think this isn't like you caused the fire damage. Mm. This is more like there was a fire that he found himself in. If that makes sense, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and we, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna use the same damage as your fire bolt, so D10. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, that's not particularly high. So he takes a couple of points of fire damage. Okay. Um, and he is on. He's a flame. So he's laying on his back on fire. Yeah, he's going to continue until he's put out. He's going to continue to take damage every cool. turn. Could be worse. It could be worse. On that note, 
I would like to turn around and jump back out the window. <laughs> the same window? <laughs> yes, please. Fair enough. Okay. Right. Uh, right. She so... just closed the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. I closed the door on the way out and jump out the window. <laughs> so it's like, my so... work here is done. So... Goodbye. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I should really be making like a thing on this map of area that's on fire. but um... <laughs> Anywhere near ponds. Yeah, I mean, it's currently that square there. So your sword is kind of in the fire at the hot. moment. Yeah. It's a well-made sword, Borg, but like it's on, it's in fi- it's covered in grease on fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, extra tempering never hurts, right? Um, scumbag bronze. You've got four more squares. Okay. Um, I would like to just guarantee that I'm away from that fire. So can we move a little bit further to the right around the building? Sure. You can go one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's let's, let's hide out there. Yeah, that's, you you kind of huddle down next to a cart that's parked next to the building. Does the cart happen to have hay in it? Uh, no, it's just empty. Please, okay. please stop. And, and while I'm huddled down... <laughs> why why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> while, while I'm huddled down by the cart, I'd like to just have a little moment with the uh, the stuffed animal and tell it that it's all right now and that it's I've saved it from those bad people and that it will be okay. You're definitely going to sure. set it on fire. <laughs> sure. Let's not pretend you're not going to set it on fire and throw it at someone at some point. You don't know that. You don't know that that wasn't my objective all along was to save that toy. I heard a scream. <laughs> it could have been the toy. You never know. <laughs> I'm starting to understand Ponce. <laughs> He's a very complicated man. Yeah. So just to clarify, both myself and Ward witnessed Bronze jumping out of the window, with clutching a toy and running to his breast well, and running around the corner. Here's the sequence of events uh, as you saw it. Um, you saw Bork get shot... <laughs> Prance set fire to a windowsill and then jump into the building. Bort get hit by a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> you then shot a goblin coming out of the door. Um, you yeah, saw something went right. Briefly after that, you then saw a kind of explosion of fire as a bunch of grease appeared and immediately caught on the window thing. And then Prance jumped out of the window. <laughs> he had previously come in, clutching a small stuffed owlbear and ran around the corner whispering to it. At this point, I'm fairly certain I'm going to have to put Prons down at some point. <laughs> You've started making a list in your head of like... Should probably stop yeah. him. Fair enough. Uh, Bork, it's your go. <laughs> cool. Well, in this moment, self-preservation has kicked in. I'm looking through my equipment, uh, and I have a piece of an enemy banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming this is a cloth banner. Yeah, yeah. May I uh, put that around my gaping wound? <laughs> Sure. Make a medicine check for me. Medicine check. Uh, yeah. Zero. Zero. Well, you know, you don't... <coughs> this, by the way, can yeah, yeah. Four. Four. I'm rolling bad okay. today. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really do anything. Am I fumbling? You've got, it's like it's like you've been stabbed and you attempt to, like... You attempt Pat to stem, stem the flow of it with a bunch of receipts from your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> like, That'll like do. That. That'll do. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that'll do. Again, I'm looking on nothing with nothing but professionals. Wondering what the hell is going on, <laughs> and taking note of the fact that he has someone else's blood on his hands it's, and is tending to yeah, his own wound. It's not the best. It's not the best um, field dressing you've ever done. Um, <laughs> I train better than this. <laughs> That's why they kicked you out of the army. Uh, um, <laughs> just for now. Uh, I'm making jokes at this point. Okay. Are you doing anything else? <laughs> We'll call, um, we'll call that your um, bonus because you're just kind of stuffing it onto you sort of thing. Sure. 
Well, you I saw move. that explosion of fire. Yeah. It has engulfed the window and is reaching my sword. The sword's getting hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like my sword. Yeah. Um, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like to at least go grab the sword if I can. Sure. Um... <laughs> I, I Come back, sword! Bork falling to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to try and figure this out. Okay. I need um, you. So, four. Just got this image of a coach being like, two, three, four. Your sword is there. Again. Um, You're looking away. Can I get a, a dexterity saving throw from you <coughs> to see if you're quick enough to just reach in and get, get in there and get out? Okay, dexterity is 12 plus one. The, the saving throw bits? Yeah, so. 19. Oh, you're nimble. You, you, you like that sword. <laughs> you get it back. It's on fire, but you got it. <laughs> you're okay. a flaming sword. It's a bit hot, you know. I mean, the handle's on fire as well. Oh. But, like, you got it out of the fire. And that's the main thing. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is... The, the, the lead goblin is on the floor right now, so I can't yeah, see Yeah, you can see him. Out, him so. You can sort of... You reach in to see him, like, to grab your sword. And as you pull it back, you get a quick, quick glimpse of the guy on the floor just, like, on fire, like... <laughs> Sort of thing. Okay. But he's, he's currently 10 feet away from you inside the building. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? You've got, you've, you've got five feet more of your movement and you've got uh, an action. Oh, well, no, hold on. Um, no, I guess it would be your... Because you, you attempted... Just movement? Yeah, you've just got the movement because you, uh, you pulled the sword out. And... Uh, let's go to the left. Let's get out, oh, get out of window shot. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, the sword is... As soon as you pull it out of the fire, you can sort of... We'll just say you kind of pull it out and sort of wipe the grease off. And you're wearing gloves and stuff. You, you know, you're a hard... I'm wondering why there's hard, grease hard, on hard, the sword, hard. to be honest. It's fair enough. It's a good question. Why would there be grease on the sword? Yeah. It wasn't on there when you threw it. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> okay. So it might have gone better. Uh, we're now onto the goblin boss. I'm going to have to roll another dexterity check to see if he can... Stand up. Stand up, but I'm also going to have to roll fire damage on him. So this may turn out to be a really good move on your part. Except that the house, is, that on the house is on fire. <laughs> that's so that's ten damage. Straight off the bat. He is just burning he's burning. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy is flammable as fuck. That's not barbecue. He's not dead yet though. Um, <laughs> and now I need to see if he actually Poor soul. And uh, he does not manage to stand up yes. <laughs> as he's currently burning to death on the floor. Sweet. Um, you know what I'm going to do? Because um, that's kind of his turn. I'm going to... <laughs> I suppose it would be quite hard to get up. Yeah. If you're greased up. Greased up. <laughs> and on fire. And on fire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, normally, uh, as written, I could spend half of his movement to have him stand up, but I think the circumstances... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to take a lot of, more than half yeah. of his movement to get him on his I feet. feel like he's taking that amount of damage, he's not really quite got the mental focus to be like, i got to get up, he's more just like, you know. <laughs> I'm burning to death. <laughs> Pretty much. Do we hear a Haunted by the vision of an owl, of an owl bear toy. <laughs> an owl bear wielding purple robed man kicked open a door, <laughs> set fire to him, and then ran, the the, and then, and then ran the fuck away. The last note in his autobiography just said, help, I'm on fire, I can't stand up. Um, okay, so uh, with the top of the round, I'm actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to start making checks to see how far this fire spreads now, because you've set fire to a load of grease. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Also, and staring at me like I did the wrong thing. Okay. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Okay, so the fire doesn't spread any this time. 
I'm just going <coughs> to... Um, arbitrary checks, it's fine. You don't need to know the result, really, other than that it either spreads or it doesn't. This How far can it spread? Um, if it spreads. I'm going to say... Uh, a square in each direction okay. if, if it spreads. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. This is um, all calculated. I don't have faith, guys. I'm, I'm not going to burn the building down. <laughs> not in the next ten seconds, anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're back up to the other goblin, who is <laughs> now rather scared. Um, doesn't have a bead on any of you, um, but you can sort of... You, you know what's up. You're in the huddled in the doorway. You're kind of doing that. He's going to move um, back across to the left-hand side of the building. To that door, hammer on it very hard three times. That's the end of your turn. His turn. It's now your turn. Okay, I'm going to duck and try and shoot the goblin that just hammered because okay. he's distracted. Okay. okay. You, you've got a clear shot of him from where you are. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and shoot this guy. Okay, go for Again. it. Again. I roll a nine plus, f- uh, plus five. Plus five, so 14. 14. It it just misses. It just skims over his over his shoulder yeah. pad. Just... I'm getting real sick of my bow. Yeah. Uh, I'm then going to. Do you want my longsword? <laughs> <laughs> I'm then going to hide again. Sure. Okay. Make another stealth check. Do that on the table. Yeah. There we go. Uh. So it's uh seventeen again. Seventeen again. Okay. Fair <laughs> So you kind of duck out, shoot him, and then hide back. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Stick with that. That's cool. Uh, Prontz, what would you like to do? I would like to... Um, can I head around the building in um, Bork's direction? Sure. Let's go back to the window I just climbed through. Now that I've reassured that little owl bear that everything's okay, I want have to you, Have on. you pocketed it, or have you left yeah, it around by the car? he's still in my hand. Okay. And, and I'm looking over at Bork now and thinking... Damn. (laughs) (laughs) That is one sexy halfling. Things have gone a little bit sour. Um, There's not much I can do for him, though. So, for now... Other than regard him with pity. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Now, I can't really... Can I see? I can't see anything from there because I closed the door. You're kind of... um, You can't really see through the flames at this point. You know the guy was... Last time you saw him was around about there, but you haven't got any bead on that from where you are at all or anything. Um, I would like to then, seeing as how there's not much of use that I can do, I'd like to make Bork feel a little bit better. Um, so can I use some magic tricks on that? Just like, I want to like sort of click my fingers and get Bork's attention and wave at him. Sure. Like, a big smile on my face, like, hey Bork. And then uh, let's do some magic tricks. So I'll, I'll do like a little purple rain thing. I don't know if like I can animate that little. You, little you can bit. make sort the. can do a little dance or something. You, you can make the effect like as in you're making like just the literal purple rain fall. You make can do rain. that. And, it and it like, is just a visual effect though. So it's... I'm gonna make the purple rain fall, but I'm gonna like get my little toy. Oh, like, right. oh I see gonna, what you mean. I'm gonna yeah. hold him and he's gonna dance inside the rain, and I'm gonna sort of like smile and look at Bork like, isn't this? Better, right? If it makes you feel good, right? It's cool, right? You, uh, you, you certainly do that. Yay! <laughs> How do you feel, Bork? Well, I'm just glad my sword survived. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see it. I'm not that impressed. <laughs> I don't notice. I, I'm still <laughs> reckoning that that one pretty damn well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm standing next to a fire. I have wounds, and you're holding an owl, like, dude. But it's dancing! It is dancing, but so am I in pain. And I do what I can. 
Okay. <laughs> you tend to your window right now. Okay. We'll have words later. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's your turn. Cool. Um, <laughs> Pork, what would you like to do? Despite um, you know Prontz's attempts there to lighten the mood, <laughs> he likes lighting things. We know yeah, that he does. Um, my move. Uh, I'm going to move to the door, to the right of the door. <coughs> you can kind of make it to the right of the door, and you've got five feet more movement. I look round. He is still. Is he still hammering on the door? Or is it only? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's kind focused of, on the. Well, door. he's kind of still stood there. Okay. Uh, in my last ditch attempt, I'm going to keep my sword this time. I'm going to go with the hand axe. Sure. Uh, I'd like to try and throw the axe. Go for it. Nineteen. That's, that's a, a hit. hit. What's a, a hit? Plus five. Yeah. Twenty-four. Super hit. Super hit. So roll, roll your damage. <laughs> Sorry. Roll your damage. Roll my damage. So that's a hit. Yeah. So uh, it should say the type of dice to roll for damage next to the hand axe bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. One d six plus three. Okay. Six. Nine. Oh, nice. Nine. So your hand axe splits his face down the middle, and he's just like, Argh! and blood is going all over the door, and uh, he crumples to into a heap on the ground. I sigh a relief because after everything that's happened to me in this short amount of time, one up on me, right? Yeah, I mean, good work. Not dead. Thanks. Not, in black not dead. Killed a bit. It's been a good day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll that's take that guy. Uh, Prons took credit for that internally, just to <laughs> sure, because it yeah. was absolutely my inspiration that caused that moment. Yeah, yeah I mean, Prons is the leader of the group, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. At least in his own hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, back to the Goblin Boss. I'm gonna roll. I start with the fire damage because you know, he's still, he's on still fire. flailing. I'm guessing. Uh, he, only, he only takes another two points of fire damage, uh, and now he's gonna attempt to stand up again. I guess that greases. <laughs> Same result as last time. <laughs> he is still. He's burning. He's uh, probably nearly dead. He's burning. Point. Okay, now we're back up to the top of the initiative order. So I'm gonna make the roll for the fire. The fire. Um, Oh, it doesn't. It, that was very close to spreading, but it does not spread. You, you've managed to create a, a weird cone effect with this, um, with, with this grease that is, for a grease fire, really not spreading very fast. Hmm. Yeah, which is surprising, really. Um, There's a method to the madness. <laughs> At this point, though, the door that the goblin hammered on comes open, and two more goblins step into the room. We literally nearly lost one person and set our files on fire. One of them kind of immediately sees what's going on with the fire and sort of runs behind the table. The other one, as he steps out, just looks towards the door. I'm gonna. You're kind of visible, but I'm gonna have him roll a perception check to see if he sees you. Does it mean? Yeah. Okay. You had a 17, so I've got to beat 17 with okay. a perception check. So he can see Bork, yeah. can't see anything. Uh, he doesn't see you at all. Stealth. Stealth. Um, that's kind of their turn. <clears throat> okay. So we're now up to NFA. Okay, so as it stands, we know that, well, I know that two goblins came out of this room, so mm-hmm. the likelihood is there's no one else worth saving in there. Yeah, no way knowing that. Are there any windows into that room? There are, but um, it was further up the, the wall that you were kind of hiding near earlier on. Okay. You didn't get that far up the building to, to look into it. Okay, I'd like to. It's it's sort of there. I didn't draw it very well. On can that. I can I dash to it? Sure. Yeah. Uh, that would be. You can use your move, movement, movement and your bonus, action. and you can still have an action. Okay. So. <clears throat> those at home, just to 
little behind the peak curtain thing. I'm currently trying to use Photoshop as a <laughs> as a map tool. Doing very well. It's going about as well as you'd expect, which is super well. middling, but obviously not designed for the task. The most well. <laughs> Better than Bork's attempt at not setting fire to things. Five, six, hey, I want to set fire things. You can make it to there with your regular movement, and if you're dashing, you can get up to the window with half movement again. Okay, so I'm going to take a look through the window okay. and see what I can see inside the room. Uh, make a perception check for me. Uh, I rolled six plus three, so it's nine. Nine. Okay, you can see that the goblins, it looks like they were trying. Uh, they were The, the wardrobe's been thrown open, there's stuff everywhere. Um, it does look like they were trying to get at something underneath the heavy bed when um, you... when when the when they were... the, okay. the door was knocked on. There is a... Uh, an adult woman's body on the ground as well, also dead. Okay. Um, can I make it underneath the bed from where I am? Uh, you can make it up to the bed. And at the moment, the goblins are focused on the fire, yeah? Yeah, yeah, they're not expecting you to come in. Okay, so way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the edge of the bed. Okay. That's all you can do, really. And that's it, yeah? Yeah. As my action, can I look under the bed? Um, or have I already used my action? I would say, like, your kind of quick look. I mean... Okay, this one. We can, yeah, you've kind of sort of spent your Useful. time, yeah, you were kind of scouting it out. Okay, I'm happy with that. Okay. So you've made it up to the bed, just sort of stood next to the bed. Right, uh, Prontz. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> I'd like to uh, move two squares down and four across to the left. So there? Yeah. So I can get a little glimpse of my handiwork. I want, I want to get sort of like a look through the window at the writhing body. Yeah, you can sort of see him and you can see a lot of black smoke coming off of him. Sweet. Particularly <laughs> pleased with that move right there. Yeah. Um, From where you're at as well, the next window over, you can just see another goblin apparently just coming out of that room. Okay, so he's coming out of the door there. You can't see that one there from where you're at. Um, he sort of ducked down behind the table you didn't see him come out and, I have yeah. an ability I'm not sure about what does okay. Mage Hand do? Mage Hand? Uh, again I really need that jobs I could do with my Mage Hand <laughs> a Mage Hand well, the other hand you're cor- correct to, to grimace at that one <laughs> you could high five people with it yes that's yeah. exactly the job I was talking okay, about okay <laughs> in the player's handbook Mage Hand a spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range the range is 30 feet um, the hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it um, you can use your action to control the hand you can use it to manipulate an object open an unlocked door or container store or retrieve an item from an open container or like pour the contents out of can you punch something with a main shine? It's it can't attack activate okay. magic items or carry anything more than 10 pounds of weight okay um, it's good thinking though Just I make a- would like to be the most useful thing Pons has done so far. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to use Mage Hand mm-hmm. on Bork and I'd like to tickle him, please. Because <laughs> the last time I did something for Bork, he, he killed a guy. <laughs> and I'd like to feel make Borg feel really good so that he can go and kill the next guy. I'm really worried oh. that this is going to be the precedent of this game where you only get successful roll. Borg only gets successful rolls after something stupid something has done. Yeah, okay, well, uh, well, you can do that. 
I want you to roll a. I want to say. Yeah, are you trying not to laugh, or are you perfectly happy to laugh? Um, I'd rather not laugh given the situation. Okay, let's make a stealth roll. <laughs> I gotta say, like a Constitution saving throw, because you're trying to stop yourself from. Also, you've been stabbed a bunch. You know, you've been, <laughs> you're trying to stop yourself from bursting out laughing. It's weirdly like, and it's annoying. It's like the annoying kind of yeah, like sure. really harsh sort of tickle. Yeah. Because it's you know it's quite tough in a combat situation to do a, a, <laughs> if you ge- a gentle him too tickle. Too hard, you're going to stab him with one of his wounds. <laughs> yeah. So make a Constitution saving throw for me. So there's the saving throws box there above your. Yeah. So we've got nine, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it, you you feel the urge to to. To kind of oh <laughs> stop it! But um, you know, it, you 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 kind of you keep it down. I gather my I gather yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. You okay. you wonder a little bit where it's coming from. As you look down, you see this sort of spectral, ghostly hand there. And as you look around further, you see Prince giving you a thumbs up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm waving and smiling still. Yeah. Like I'm doing a good job, right? Yeah, it's a little creepy to be honest. <laughs> I, I all I can do really is shrug and turn my back. <laughs> I'm busy pointing at the doll still and being like, look, look, Albert. Albert. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it's your go, Bork. Unless, yeah, you've, you've moved and you've... Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done my thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Bork, it's your go. Okay. So, did I see the two yeah, you, coming out? You, you of saw the them door? coming out, yeah. Okay. To, with my life one of them's in, you, they're not hiding from you one of them's sure, in cover one of them still stood in the open mm. um, well I don't know why you know I th- ran around the corner to be honest so right now I'm feeling quite yeah alone really <laughs> yeah. Uh, how could you how could you after like my attention I mean I you, spent a move on you no you're no. currently being tickled as this happens can I run away from the tickle please sure <laughs> I'm gonna run. It's a weird sentence. <laughs> I'm gonna run away from the tickle. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna run across the door at the same time, looking in, just to kind of, you know. Are you just kind of dancing st- across to the other side of it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just wanna get a look into the right side of the building. Okay. Yeah, in the room. Oh, there's no windows on this side to look into the room that um, Enerday's gone into. No, just went around the corner. But you can you can kind of get a little bit of a better look into the main room from mm-hmm. where you are. Um. <clears throat> wondering whether I should attempt the stealth move and run in under the table there but they're probably going to see me they probably would see you doing that yeah the fire is not startling enough and your sword is still on fire my sword is... I padded that down yeah I'm, I'm going to say the sword's out by now you, 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 we'll say you wiped it off on the grass yeah. sort of thing yeah put it out because you were bleeding onto it yeah. <laughs> um, is it still hot the sword yeah it's really hot Oh, oh, actually, no. It was it was on fire for a few seconds. So it's kind of it's it not too bad, really. No, it's it's not too bad. It's not like red hot or anything. It's just uh, kind of. I was going to suggest using it to uh, burn up my. No, it, it wasn't really in the fire that long. It was kind okay. of in the fire for like, like I say about six seconds. All right. Which is not, you know, it's it's not it's not freezing cold, mm. but it's like it's definitely not hot enough for cauterizing your wounds. Okay. Um, it's a bit of an extreme way of doing it anyway <laughs> it, it, yeah it's metal as hell but like yeah <laughs> I kind of lost at what I should do right now yeah it's, it's this tricky situation because there's, there's fire there's grease and there's two goblins and no one there to help me and you still got your hand axe 
He threw it. It's in the room. It's in the, the, the other one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, one thing you can do, um, you can hold an action, which uh, for a specific instance. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying not to say, yeah, you should do this, but I'm just. I'm giving you options here. Yeah. So, like, you, you, there's not really any cover right that you can get to other than the one you're already in. So you could like ready your sword or like in the event what, or something. As I'm in, uh, kind of not in the doorway at least, uh, can I use, just kind of generally look around at what's in the very close vicinity, like in the grass areas near the Sure, uh, yeah, make a perception check. Perception check. Uh, well, I got zero for perception, so just roll. Whatever you roll. Four. Four. Uh, I mean, there's, there's grass. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, it's, you, you don't see it. anything. You, you're quite amped up at this point with like, um, you know, adrenaline and yep. blood and blood and grease and stuff. Um, <laughs> but like, there doesn't appear to be. You can, there's no like obvious. There's no one sneaking nothing up behind you or anything and, okay. and nothing like that. I'm just gonna chill for now. Fair enough. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. To the yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, right. Well, the next in the order is the goblin boss. So let's see how well he burns. Burning <laughs> to death on the floor. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, that's only one. So he's he's burning a long time. It's <laughs> taken him a while to die. <laughs> I'm gonna see if he can stand up. Uh, no, no, he can't. <laughs> I'm rolling. I like. I rolled really well that one time that he threw the the javelin into you, and since then it's been like nothing over eight. Like <laughs> just pain, constant pain in fire. Yeah. Okay. Top of the round. Does the fire spread? Now uh, you'd be probably wanting me to roll low on this one. Uh, so yeah, no, that's the same thing I got last time. The fire's still fairly well contained. It's well contained, it's, isn't it? It is. Um, Ye of little faith. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily they didn't have any kind of like linen closet or anything right next to the fire. I think it's kind of um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's sort of staying in place. Okay, so the goblins go next. Um, the one they uh, they make no move to pat out their burning boss um, they don't seem to be as sort of snivelly as the other one was um, they don't look particularly happy about it but they you get the feeling that they've kind of resigned themselves to their boss burning to death he's been there since they came out of the room just Smells kind of a bit. rolling around on the floor <laughs> on fire yeah um, the one in the doorway is going to move further into the room sort of running across the front of the fireplace and huddling along behind one of the, the chairs that are sat in front of it the one behind the table is going to keep his place and he's going to try and take a shot at you, Bork. Even though you're in cover, so it's going to be harder to hit you. All right. But he's sort of, he knows you're there. He saw you dance across. He's going to take a shot. Take a shot. Why not? Uh, so that is uh, 22 to hit. I rolled 19. <laughs> I got a plus onto that. Is Bork dead? No, I mean you're you're normally at nineteen and you got a plus two, haven't oh, yeah, you? So you're twenty one, so I just hit you. It just wings you as you pass through the door. Okay. Um, I'm not having much luck today. Uh, it's three points of damage. And five health. Oh. <laughs> I'm real glad you started us at level two because yeah, been dead at this yeah, point. no, you would have died from the first. At oh no, no, you would have survived the arrow to the <laughs> shoulder. The javelin, javelin would have gotten you. Right. Yeah. No, no. He used I, to be an adventurer like you, and to look at it, so I took an arrow to the shoulder and traveled into the lake, <laughs> and then another arrow in the back of it. <laughs> it's a very different NPC that one. Yeah. Okay, Enerthay, what would you like to do? Okay, I'm gonna have a look under the bed. Okay, 
make an investigation <laughs> look under the bed or go under I'm the bed I'm going to take that okay because I accidentally knocked it and it rolled and it was 19 uh, well no, it would be quite tricky to look under there but you have dark vision and you I see did. a small girl huddling in the corner knew it alive <laughs> looking very very scared and she can where she's from she can see her uh, the adult woman's dead body from where she's at she, look, she looks terrified one of the few occasions we could do a prance trying to distract her uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask her to come over to me okay make a persuasion check for me please persuasion's two so please 18 plus two is 20 okay she's, she's very um, hesitant but you don't look like the goblins who um, you know who she saw murder her parents um, so she starts sort of crawling away towards you, and uh, she doesn't look that happy about coming out from under the bed, but she sort of comes up to the edge and sort of stays there. Okay, can I grab her and go back out through the window with her? Sure. Yeah. Let, let's let's say yeah. You do, you made quite a good persuasion roll there. So let's just say that yeah. You... Okay. So I'm going to try and well, I don't I don't have to roll. No, you don't have to roll. Okay. Do anything. Um, so yeah, you and the girl who I actually didn't have a token for on this map would just say that you have a small child with you. Yeah. Um, well, not small. Like as soon as she gets out from under the bed and stands up, you see she's about eight or nine. Okay. So um, I'm gonna so I'm gonna leave the room, get her out of the window. I'm gonna stay by the window and I'm gonna tell her to go slightly further away. Okay. On account of you know. So, yeah, fire. we'll just say she kind of keeps going down the side of the building and just kind of huddles on the corner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're staying by the window. You've, I mean, that's kind of your, yeah. That, that's kind of your turn, sort of thing. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but good work getting her out of the burning. Building. I did the thing. Yeah. Front. <laughs> uh, right. I would like to move up to the left of that window that isn't on fire. I'm sure. So there. And then from here, I'd like to use another fireball. Okay. And, um, is that a fireplace that, that one of those goblins that is next to? That is a fireplace, yeah. I'd like to shoot next to the fireplace then. I mean, you can the shoot the goblin. No, I mean at the goblin oh, right, okay. next to the fireplace. <laughs> yes. Sure. Um, so yeah. Make a spell Wait, is there a, is there a fire in the fireplace? No, it's not out. Okay. It's kind of mid-afternoon at the okay. moment. Um, they haven't lit the fire yet. I need one D10. Uh, or you need to roll to hit first. Not good. So. So. 20. Oh. Ah! Oh, critical fail. One. Critical fail. Okay. The first critical so, fail. Oh, that's good because we need to ex- we need to explain the mechanic to our listeners. Um, oh, we're all dead. As right? I <laughs> as I said earlier, we homebrewed the the critical hit rule. We're actually running a critical fail rule as well. Um, normally, you roll a one, you just fail. Uh, the way I do it, um, if someone rolls a critical one, I roll a percentage dice. Um, Anything over up to seventy five anything up to seventy five, you just fail. Above that, things start to progressively get a little bit more serious. Um, this is very similar, I believe the podcast uh, Nerd Poker uses well they used to use a similar rule, so it I, I find it's a little bit it's quite a fun rule. It's you know, adds an extra element of like whoops, <laughs> fucked up there to, to games. Um, so let's see what percentage you get for your failure. Who or what am I gonna set on fire? <laughs> I pretty sure Okay, that is just an eighteen. So your spell, you get, you go to cast it, and um, just at that moment, you get a whiff of burning goblin, and it really distracts you, and you you mispronounce the last word in the spell, and it just fizzles in your hand and doesn't, doesn't go off. Damn! Um, didn't blow yourself. Off. I've still got an extra move though. Um, 
Can I just regard the doll and say, shit? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's going to do it for our very first episode. Uh, We hope you all enjoyed it. Tune back in next time to see what happens next with uh, Pront, Enerve and Bork. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice. You can also email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, it'd be really great if you could rate and review us as well. Uh, We really want to hear your opinions, and it all helps us to find new audiences. So, once again, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, We'll see you all next time.